Hello everyone, it's Miss Studebaker here. I'm so happy to be bringing you Tiger Talks. This is definitely the coolest thing that I've ever done, so I'm pretty excited. We'll be reading The One and Only Ivan by Katherine Applegate. I'll be reading about 10 pages at a time because this book is not broken up into chapters. Along the way, I'll be having some awesome guests on the podcast that you might know that will read this book to you, so it won't just be me every time. I encourage you to put some headphones on if you have any, get comfy, and let's get started with The One and Only Ivan by Katherine Applegate. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to be bringing you another episode of Tiger Talks. This week, we have a huge guest, probably our biggest one yet. Um, Her name is Dr. McCord. She is our superintendent of all of Friendship ISD. And when she heard about our podcast, she could not wait to get to read to you guys. She is so excited and she is amazing. So, Without further ado, here is Dr. McCord bringing you your almost last part to The One and Only Ivan by Catherine Applegate. With the permission of HarperCollins Children's Books. Hi, everyone. My name is Michelle McCord. I'm the superintendent at Friendship, and I'm so excited that I got invited by Miss. Duda Baker to read to you today. And I want to also tell you that I work at Friendship and I'm so glad that you're attending Friendship Schools. Even though I don't get to see you face to face, we are so glad that you're part of our school district. And so with all that said, I'm going to go ahead and start reading. Food. The food is fine here. No soda though or cotton candy. Not famous. I have no visitors here. No sticky-fingered children or weary parents. Only Maya and her humans come with their soothing voices and soft hands. I wonder if I have stopped being famous. Something in the air. Endless days pass, and then I notice something. A change. I don't know what it is, but I taste it in the air like far-off rain clouds gathering. A new TV. Maya brings me a TV. It is bigger than my old one. She turns it on. I think you're going to like this show, she says, smiling. I'm hoping for a romance or maybe a Western. But it's a nature show. One without human voices or ads. It's a show about gorillas being gorillas. I watch them eat and groom and play fight. I even watch them sleep. I wonder why Mac never put on this channel. The family. Every day I watch the gorillas on the TV screen. It's a small family and an odd one just three females and a juvenile male with no silverback to protect them. They groom each other and eat and sleep, then groom each other some more. 
They are a contented group, placid and good-natured, although, like any family, they bicker from time to time. Excited. This morning, for some reason, there is no gorilla show on TV. Maya and the other humans are excited. They chirp like birds at dawn. Today's the day, they say. I've watched many humans watch me, but never have they looked so happy. Maya goes to the wall of wooden slats. She grins goofily. She pulls a string. What I see. Gorillas. Three females and a juvenile male. It's the family I've been watching, but they're not on a TV screen. They're on the other side of the glass, watching me, watching them. I see me, lots of me, still there. I cover my eyes, I look again, they are still there, watching. Every day, I watch them through my window, the way my visitors used to watch me. See how they chase groom? See how they play sleep? See how they live? They're graceful the way Stella was, moving just enough, only as much as they need. They stare at me, heads tilted, pointing and hooting, and I wonder, are they as fascinated by me as I am by them? She. Her hoots make my ears hurt. I admire her intact canines from afar. Her name is Kinyani. She is faster than I am, spry and probably smarter, although I am twice her size, and that, too, is important. She is terrifying and beautiful, like a painting that moves. Door. Today, the humans led me to a door. On the other side, Kenyani and the others wait for me. I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to be a silverback. I'm Ivan, just Ivan, only Ivan. I decide it's not a good day to socialize. I'll try again tomorrow. Wondering. All night I lie awake, wondering about Ruby. Has she already walked through a door like the one I'm facing? Was she as scared as I am? Scared the way she must have been the day she fell in the hole? I think of Ruby's endless curiosity and of the questions she loved to ask. Have you ever danced with a tiger, Ivan? Will your fur turn blue? Why doesn't that little boy have a tail? If Ruby were here with me, she'd be asking, what's on the other side of that door, Ivan? Ruby would want to know, and she would have been through that door by now. Ready. Want to try again, Ivan? Maya asks. I think of Ruby, and I tell myself it's time. The door opens. Outside at last. Sky, grass, tree, ant, stick, bird,
dirt, cloud, wind, flower, rock, rain, mine, mine, mine. Oops. I sniff, approach, strut a bit, but the others don't welcome me. They have sharp teeth and loud voices. Did I do something wrong? Kenyani chases me. She throws a stick at me. She corners me. I know that she's testing me to see if I'm a true silverback, one who can protect her family. I cower and hide my eyes. Maya lets me back into my cage. What it was like. I lie awake and try to remember what it was like being a gorilla. How did we move? How did we touch? How did we know who was boss? I try to think past the babies and the motorbikes and the popcorn and the short pants. I try to imagine Ivan as he might have been. Pretending. The juvenile male approaches. He's eyeing my food hungrily. I imagine a different Ivan, my father's son. I grumble and swat and swagger. I beat my chest till the whole world hears. Kenyani watches and so do the others. I move toward the young upstart and he retreats. Almost as if he believes I'm the silverback I'm pretending to be. Nest. I'm making a nest on the ground. It isn't a true jungle nest. The leaves are inferior and the sticks are brittle. They snap when I weave them into place. The others watch, grunting their disapproval. Too small, too flimsy, an ugly thing to see. But when I climb into that leafy cradle, it's like floating on treetop mist. More TV. Maya wants me to go back to my glass cage. I can tell because she is tempting me toward the door with a trail of tiny marshmallows. I try to ignore her. I don't want to leave the outside. It's a cloudless day and I've found just the right spot for a nap. But I relent when she adds yogurt raisins to the trail. She knows my weaknesses all too well. In the glass cage, the TV is on. It's another nature show, jerky and unfocused. I expect to see gorillas, but none appear. I hear a shrill sound like a toy trumpet. My heart quickens. I rush close to the screen, and there she is. Ruby. She is rolling in a lovely pool of mud with two other young elephants. Another elephant approaches. She towers over Ruby. She strokes Ruby, nudges her. She makes soft noises. They stand side by side, just the way Stella and Ruby used to do. Their trunks entwine. I see something new in Ruby's eyes, and I know what it is. It's joy. I watch the whole thing, and then Maya plays it again for me and again. At last, she turns off the TV 
and carries it out of the cage. I put my hand to the glass. Maya looks over. Thank you, I try to say with my eyes. Thank you. It. Kinyani ambles toward me. She taps me on the shoulder and Knuckle runs away. I watch her, arms crossed over my chest. I'm careful not to make a sound. I'm not sure what we're doing. She ambles back, shoves at me, dashes past. And then I realize what's happening. We're playing. We're playing tag. And I'm it. All right, guys, that does it for another episode of Tiger Talks. A huge thank you to Dr. McCord for taking time out of her very busy schedule to read to you. She was super excited and super happy to do it. But y'all, she made some time for you for sure. Um, all right, we are almost done with the one and only Ivan. I can't believe it. Oh, I love this book and I love you guys and I cannot wait to finish it and be able to have conversations about it. So I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I have and I will bring you your last part to the one and only Ivan so very, very soon. I love you guys. Have a great day.